This is a Suno India production and you're listening to Science and Us. It has been 9 months since the first COVID-19 case was reported in India. From months of having difficulty in getting a test, the ICMR, that is the Indian Council of Medical Research, has recently issued guidelines saying that people can get COVID diagnostic tests on demand. With many tests that are available for testing in various government and private labs, it's important to understand when to get tested, how these tests are done, and what the test results indicate. Hi, I'm Vaishali, your host for this episode. Dr. Arjun Dang, who's the CEO of Dang's lab in Delhi NCR, joins us for the episode. They were one of the first few labs approved by ICMR for COVID-19 testing. In this episode of Every Indian's Checklist, let's understand more about COVID-19 tests. Some tests are required for diagnosis and some for surveillance. To find out if someone is infected by COVID-19, a diagnostic test is done. These tests are recommended when a person is suffering from COVID-19 symptoms or if the person had contact with someone who was COVID positive. These tests can tell us if the person has contracted the virus. As we know, the symptoms of COVID-19 range from common ones such as fever, cough, sore throat and loss of taste and smell to lesser known ones such as diarrhea, headache and skin rashes. There are two types of tests to detect COVID-19. The first type has the COVID-19 RT-PCR test TrueNAT and CBNAT and the second type is a COVID-19 antigen test. For both these, the laboratory technician takes a throat swab or a nasopharyngeal swab. Yes, it's as unpleasant as you imagine. So the swab test is basically a throat swab and a nasopharyngeal swab. So it's very important to understand that the COVID-19 should not be processed on a nasal swab but a nasopharyngeal swab. So what that means is that nasopharynx is basically the passage behind your nose and to reach there the swab needs to go fairly inside and if the swab does not go fairly inside then the lab cannot get a good enough sample to give an accurate report so definitely a nasopharyngeal swab is not a pleasant swab to have and it is just not around the nostrils the swab does go deep inside and unfortunately that is the only way right now to get tested although i do read and my colleagues tell me in the west that there are certain kind of tests that are being developed on saliva as well and that would be the ideal test because it would be completely painless and completely non invasive but yes currently the only reliable sample is a nasopharyngeal and an oropharyngeal swab rt pcr stands for real time polymerase chain reaction With the RT-PCR test, the virus's genetic fragments are repeatedly copied and amplified in the RT-PCR machine. The RT-PCR test is the gold standard and it gives you an answer about whether you are infected by COVID-19 currently or not. So if someone has any symptoms that you are well aware of, fever, cough, body ache, there are multiple symptoms that have been seen in the recent past. by people affected by covid-19 and you think that you are infected by covid-19 then you need to go to your nearest lab and get tested it can usually take one or two days for the results to come because of the volumes being tested while this test is free in the public sector 
the government has put a price cap for the private sector. It's the highest in Goa and lowest in Karnataka, Haryana and Punjab with 1,600 rupees. The antigen test, on the other hand, looks like a pregnancy test kit. It is called as rapid test as the test results are ready in about 15 to 20 minutes. The tests are relatively inexpensive and can be used at point of care. This means that while the RT-PCR test is a heavy machine and requires an equipped laboratory, the antigen tests can be administered easily in a community in large numbers. Unlike the RT-PCR tests which detect the genetic material of the virus itself, the antigen tests detect the presence of specific viral antigen that can produce antibodies. The sample is applied to the reagent of the test which shows the results in a short while. Another diagnostic test is also the antigen test that is available widely and being offered at very, very economical rates by the government. So this antigen test has certain advantages that it is very low cost and also the result comes out within a few minutes. But you must keep in mind that the antigen test, although offering these two major advantages has a huge disadvantage as well, that is it has a lot of high false negatives. So what we mean by that is, let's suppose you go for an antigen test and you test positive, then you can definitely be sure that the test that has shown you positive, that is the antigen test, is accurate. But if you test negative on the antigen test, like I said, it has a lot of high false negatives. So if you test negative, that would mean that if your doctor advises and if you have the symptoms and the clinical picture suggests that you might be infected by COVID, then you have to repeat the same test on the COVID PCR methodology. So in a nutshell, COVID RT-PCR is the gold standard for diagnosis. COVID-19 antigen testing is something that can be used to screen the masses, but all negatives on the COVID-19 antigen test to be repeated on the RT-PCR test for confirmation. So the primary difference between the RT-PCR test and the antigen test is that the RT-PCR has a higher sensitivity. These two words, that is sensitivity and specificity, are important to understand when we talk of testing. So sensitivity and specificity, when we talk about it, sensitivity is the ability of a test to correctly classify an individual as diseased. So that means that the true positive that you get, that is how correctly are you classifying the patient as a positive is basically the sensitivity. Now, when we talk about sensitivity of different kind of COVID tests, these vary widely with the various kind of tests that are available. And as I already told you, the RT-PCR test is the current gold standard because it has the maximum sensitivity. But the science behind COVID-19 testing hasn't reached that point where any kind of RT-PCR test will have 100% sensitivity. Hence, you have to be very, very careful about when you get tested and also if a repeat test is required after you test uh, negative. The specificity basically is the test's ability to correctly reject the healthy patients. So that means that if you test negative on a particular test, how reliable is that result? So with COVID-19 testing again, specificity is never an issue, but the sensitivity can vary widely with the PCR and the antigen test. Dr. Arjun is saying that with both RT-PCR and antigen tests, if a person is found positive in the test, 
it's mostly considered accurate. However, in the case of antigen tests, even if a person is found COVID negative, he or she can still have infection. In other words, the test has many false negatives. So, it's advised that people who test negative in rapid antigen tests should undergo RT-PCR especially if he or she has symptoms. RT-PCR has fewer false negatives. For all these reasons, it is important to get the doctor's advice before one gets tested. The chances of testing positive depends on the time they get tested and identifying COVID-19 symptoms. Here it is also very important to understand that if you have symptoms, you can go for any of these tests immediately. But suppose you met someone or had a meal with them or were in close contact with them without a mask and now they've tested COVID positive, you must keep in mind that you must not panic and jump into getting any of these tests done. But you should wait for 5 to 10 days before getting tested. This is because the virus has an incubation period or a window period before which it can be detected in your samples. And you must keep in mind that to give this sufficient gap of a few days, although even the RT-PCR does have a sensitivity of about 70%, so that's why it's very important to take your doctor's advice on when to get tested. I feel that you should only test if you've had confirmed exposure to someone who's tested positive or you do have symptoms that your doctor thinks can uh, resemble that of COVID-19 because you must keep in mind that we are sitting in the middle of the fever season in the year and in the middle of monsoons and not every fever is COVID. So we must be very judicious about using the COVID-19 tests and only get tested if your doctor really thinks that you need a COVID test. Even as antigen tests are criticised for the low sensitivity, it's been reported to be highly used in India. It is said to have been initiated on the basis that since positives are confirmed positives, it can be deployed where mass testing is required, especially in containment zones, and the negatives can be retested using RT-PCR test. The government has said that people with COVID-19 symptoms can go for the antigen test, but if the results are negative, an RT-PCR test must be taken. However, many states do not have a good record of retesting of those tested negative for antigen tests. TrueNAT and CBNAT tests can also be used to detect or screen for COVID-19. TrueNAT is a chip-based test and these tests are said to be as sensitive and specific as RT-PCR. But unlike RT-PCR, the sample preparation is automated and the results will be out within half an hour. TrueNAT is a portable version of CBNAT, which is the cartridge-based nucleic acid amplification test. Both these tests were initially developed for testing tuberculosis. TrueNAT is battery-operated and portable, while CBNAT machines need an uninterrupted power supply and air conditioning. The price similar to the RT-PCR tests, ranging from 2,000 rupees in Uttar Pradesh to, say, 3,000 rupees in Kerala. So basically, CBNAT and TrueNAT are uh, methodologies, again, that tell you about diagnosing the infection. So if someone has symptoms or someone has had confirmed exposure, then you can go for CBNAT or TrueNAT as well. The advantage of CBNAT and TrueNAT is that it takes a shorter duration compared to the RT-PCR. So the RT-PCR can take you anywhere from 12 hours to 24 hours to get reported. But the CBNAT and the TrueNAT uh, give you the facility of getting the report within maybe 4 to 6 hours. 
So definitely the TrueNAT and the CBNAT is a very good methodology or a technique to have in tier two and tier three cities where there is a dearth of trained manpower and infrastructure. And uh, even when the report is required in a few hours and the patient is critical, there also TrueNAT and CBNAT can really help. But to ramp up the existing testing capacity of various labs, the RT-PCR testing gives us huge capability and capacity of actually reporting huge volumes as the requirement rises. The second kind of testing is what's done for surveillance purposes. Antibody tests are done to check whether a population has been exposed to the virus for research and surveillance purposes. But do remember that it's not done to diagnose people with COVID-19. The surveillance test basically means that these tests will tell you whether you have been exposed to the virus in the past and has your body created an immune response to fighting this infection. It does not mean that you have COVID-19 disease or rather you have recovered from it. The antibody tests are done at the community level to see what level of immunity has developed in the community. In an antibody test, a blood sample is taken and checked to see if it contains the virus's antibodies. If one comes positive in an antibody test, it does not necessarily mean that he or she is immune to the disease. The science behind COVID-19 immunity is still developing. Coming back to the first point, a diagnostic test for COVID-19 has become accessible though it's still expensive for the poor in the country. All you need is a valid government ID and you can directly walk into any of these government facilities for an RT-PCR or antigen test. For the RT-PCR test, you should call up a lab because most of the labs are only offering home collection or drive-through services and once you call them and book on their website, a prior appointment is given to you and then you can go there and get yourself tested. You can also walk into a government facility and get tested or utilize the facilities of a private lab. But before you decide on taking the test, please consult a doctor. We hope this episode offers clarity on what each test and its results indicate. Keep safe and stay healthy. Please rate our podcast and leave a comment if you like it. Underreported and underrepresented stories can become mainstream only if it reaches more people. So please support us by visiting our contributing page on our website sunoindia.in or follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram.